0: Welcome to episode 98 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland. And we're coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us on our website, tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter and Instagram, at tdrexplorer, and also on Facebook, facebook.com slash explore. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the Chief Content Editor for Tdrexplorer, and I am the one eating all the seasonal food at the parks. And you can also follow me on my personal Twitter and Instagram, at Explorer Nelgay, and that is Explorer N I L G H E. And joining as always is the beautiful Patricia.
1: Hey, Chris. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Trish. I take pictures. I'm like a Pied Piper of children at the parks, they just like gather around and follow me places. And um, you can follow me on Dream Suites Love on Twitter and on Instagram. And we're going to be talking about kids today.
0: Oh, we are?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: okay.
1: <laughs> I know mean, it's like a good thing. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm like, okay, good, kind of, good, 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 good. Kind of gloomy. I'm just so tired. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, before we get into our topics, we're going to quickly talk about Patreon because we know how much you guys love hearing us talking about patreon um first of all a big thank you to everybody who is already contributing to us on patreon thank you so so much you guys really help keep the show going and if you'd like to contribute to our patreon you can do so by going to patreon.com slash tdr now and we'll also have a link in the show notes and what do you get if you pledge to us on patreon well, if you pledge $5 or more, you get access to all our episodes 24 hours before everybody else. And who doesn't love that? Um, one of our most popular ones is actually the $15 pledge, and that gets you access to our bonus episodes, which we release once a month. And if you do pledge to $15, you also get access to to the previous bonus episode so we have seven episodes so far and we're gonna have the eighth one coming out very very soon so if you haven't pledged already make sure you go and do that and we're working towards our $500 goal we are just under halfway there and what happens if we make our $500 a month goal well we're gonna do an extra 30 minute Q&A episode and this is gonna be for Everybody. So we're going to release on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, everything. And we're going to answer a lot of your questions because we have a gigantic backlog and we want to get through them all. So even if you just pledge a dollar, that gets us that much closer to our $500 goal. And remember, that is patreon.com slash TDR now. Okay, okay, okay. So now, what are we talking about to this episode? Um... Well, we're doing our crowd forecast as usual. Uh, we have some news. We have some exciting news to share, and we're going to be talking about going to the parks with kids in the summer. And Trish, I know you're an expert on that whole that whole topic,
1: <laughs> much children, more than me. I take much children more. of all ages, <laughs> but actually, it's really really fun and like okay it's so like like okay I know you don't hang out with kids a lot but you should borrow a kid borrow just a in, kid no because you'll see the parks in a totally different way and it's like really interesting like the way the kids look at the parks is so different and it's like so so interesting so I really recommend just 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 you know pick up a kid off at the lost child center go oh yeah that one's mine <laughs> just take him around for an hour go oh no I made a mistake and bring him back you know and it'll be so fun <laughs>
0: Oh, I don't know how well that will go over. No, but... don't really do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we have our in the parks. Well, before that, we have our in the parks, and we have our park tip, and also our listener question. Okay, so let's let's get to the news. I just saw this like like today. I, I like I haven't really been paying attention to new merchandise as of late for whatever reason, but the Tokyo Disney Sea. Anniversary goods are coming out on, what does it say? September 1st? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And they're part Discovery-themed.
1: It's like a stab in the heart. Thanks, See, <laughs> <Disney-C. laughs> It's but so the... weird because it's not matching the new whatever is going on in the land. It's like, it's such a confused land right now. Mm. It's like that Batman villain Two-Face. It's like one side is like vibrant neon g- colors and one side is like that classic design, <laughs> you know? It's like clash. <laughs> and then this is like nothing to do with the new like story of the land at all. It's like the old story of the land. So it's like, what are what's going on here, you guys? Either make a Nemo or no, no, do something. Make it all make <laughs> sense.
0: Yeah, so they have um like scientists like, Mickey Minnie dressed as scientists with glasses and stuff. It's cute. It's but really yeah, cute.
1: It's super cute.
0: You're right. It doesn't really fit with the whole direction that Port Discovery is going in, but I don't know. It's cute.
1: I love the I design. To... I want it, you know? But, like, it's, like, it's it's just, like, it's so confused at the moment, I feel.
0: Yeah, that's true. It's it's a... I guess because the the lens kind of... As you said, it's kind of split right now (laughs) in terms of theming. We really don't know what's going on with that. Well, either way, cute. Um, This, this. So we talked about this like a while ago, right? Yes. Like probably a good 20 episodes ago. um, uh, We talked about this. We saw videos a long time ago of these like water jets or like a jetpack, like water jetpacks being tested at Disney Sea, And you and I had no idea what it was for. We were kind of speculating, right? Yeah, we thought it was going to
1: be like Buzz Lightyear or something.
0: Yeah, we thought it was going to be this, like for the Pixar event mm-hmm. that that's supposedly happening early next year. We still don't know what's going on with that. But um, very recently, a video came up on Twitter that basically just kiboshed. All our, you know, things that we thought. Um, it's part of the Halloween show this year, which spooky, I think is actually.
1: Spooky.
0: I think that's actually pretty cool. So I'm guessing it has something to do with Ursula
1: or Could something. Because,
0: cause like, just the way they're moving, like the water, the way the water's coming out, like they kind of look like tentacles. Oh. That but, would, like, like, the
1: tentacles are like them. I don't know, man. Yeah, it'll be it'll be really interesting for sure.
0: And I'm kind of happy that they're, they've added something kind of cool to the show. Yeah, because this is the this is the third year we're getting this show, and you know the show is fine. Like the show is cool and everything, but you know after like the second year, it's like okay, well, can we get something else now?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But I guess we'll have to wait and see what element, uh, like which part of the show, this is going to be about.
1: It adds some like nice movement to the background you know at least
0: yeah and it looks cool oh, it really for sure. does look cool it's just like these guys in the air with water jetpacks like literally they're in the air jetpacks and there's water shooting everywhere out of the jetpack and it's it's really cool i think i i think i retweeted it i can't remember now i just remember seeing the video on twitter
1: <laughs> it looks awesome i want to do it i want to go like somewhere tropical and like sign up for one of those like jetpack activities <laughs> like right when you see it happening you're like yes let's go to the keys let's go do this you know
0: oh yeah yeah, yeah. that'd be so much fun let's go to okinawa
1: oh,
0: oh well, there's and... a little
1: more new speaking of mon- um i was like money because i'm thinking of traveling <laughs> 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 no i was thinking okay i was thinking i wonder how much those guys get paid because that looks awesome um they're giving the cast members at the resort a 50 cent raise oh that's good yeah
0: well, 50 yen, I guess.
1: Yeah, fifty yen. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's basically fifty cents it's anyway. Close but yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Why am well, maybe sense?
0: <laughs> maybe that'll get more people to work there then. Because okay. I know, like, you know, 50, 50 yen could be a lot for a lot of people. Or it you know, is. Could yeah, be,
1: could... it's a, it's big for some people. You know.
0: Yeah, especially especially for part timers because most of the people there are part time anyway. Yeah. So that you know, extra 50 yen could really entice people to work there. So that's good because we need more cast members.
1: No, oh, for sure. I mean, you still get paid more working at a convenience store, but, you know, it helps. Yeah,
0: it does. Every little bit helps. Okay, so now we're going to go over to Hong Kong Disneyland, and they just announced the details for Halloween, Disney Halloween time.
1: It looks which
0: so is spooky. Actually, it does. Oh, my goodness. I love Halloween in Hong Kong. I know we talked about it last year, and we're definitely going to talk about it again this year. Um, so their Halloween event runs from September 14th until October 31st this year. And it's essentially the same as last year, but they're kind of like making sequels. I'm doing like air quotes here. They kind of made sequels to some of the stuff from last year and they've also added a couple new things as, as well, which is, is kind of cool. Uh the biggest thing is their walk through like haunted house. But well, it's not it's not really haunted house per se, but it's more like a walk through experience. And this year it's called Maze of Madness that the nightmare experiment continues. <laughs> oh my god. So to kind of give you a uh like to kind of paint this picture for you um it's in this big building like this multi-purpose building that where they do a lot of like uh limited time stuff so right now it's like the Marvel um the Marvel superhero walk through attraction is what they're doing right now mm-hmm. um and you walk through and there's like different scenes and stuff um that happen and yeah, it's just like this this very like um, cohesive storyline that takes you through different, like different worlds from the from the Disney universe. So for this year, for the Nightmare Experiment continues. Um, there's going to be stuff from Alice in Wonderland. There's a Mad Hatter's hat shop. Not sure what that is. Um, Stromboli's wagon from Pinocchio. Um, the sk- Scare Floor from Monsters, Inc. And Frightful Rooms based on Beauty and the Beast and Hercules. So it sounds super interesting what they're doing with this.
1: I want to know what's going on in those last two rooms.
0: Like Beauty and the Beast? Like what?
1: The Beast is pretty scary.
0: Yeah, like when you think Beauty and the Beast, horror or like Halloween is not the first thing that comes to mind.
1: Yeah. Like the West, maybe like the West Wing or something like that
0: yeah i'm thinking something like that with the you know, like the west wing or maybe something with the whole um Gaston, you know going to the the cast storm in the castle and there's you know the big fighting scene and everything i don't know i don't know what they're gonna do it sounds super awesome though because i did the one last year absolutely <laughs> loved it it was so good
1: it looks so cool i want to do so the can... haunted houses
0: yes you need to oh my goodness um And they're bringing back the Mickey's Halloween time street party. Which is like a... a, Kind of a short little parade. Then we have their nighttime parade, which is called Villains Night Out Chapter 2. So it's kind of like, I guess, the sequel (laughs) to their nighttime parade last year, which was just called Villains Night Out. So it looks pretty cool. Uh, There's going to be... the Evil Queen, Jafar, Maleficent, Jack Skeleton, Captain Hook, the Queen of Hearts, Cruella Deville, and also Ursula is going to be joining for the first time in this little parade. So that's kind of cool.
1: Interesting. Um,
0: and a brand new thing this year is mm-hmm. the Pirates of the Caribbean ghost trail in Adventureland. Yes. So that sounds really cool. There's not a lot of details on it, but... Um, yeah, you're supposed to I guess you you like get together with cast members and you're supposed to seek revenge on Captain Jack Sparrow. Oh wow. So that sounds pretty cool. Um there's also a tr- there's trick or treat booths all over the park. Um last year they gave out like little marshmallows and stuff, so I'm guessing it's probably going to be the same thing again this year. Another new thing that they're doing is a character dining experience at the Explorer's Club, which is in Mystic Point, and As part of the Halloween celebrations, guests can join Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Goofy for Mickey's Magical Halloween Hunt, which is an immersive three-course dining experience where the diners work together to solve the mystery of a missing treasure. Um, But this is actually a separate paid event, and it's only happening on certain dates, um, which is September 15th, 16th. And also on October 20th, 21st, 27th, and 28th. And as I said, it's a, it's a separate um, ticketed event, so you do have to buy tickets ahead of time. Um, they start off, for adults, 398 Hong Kong dollars, which is about $50 U.S. And then for children, it's $199 Hong Kong dollars, which is about $25 U.S., um, so if you want to make reservations, um, we have a link on, on our website. It'll be on the front page there. Uh, so you can look at the details if you, want to, if you want to look into doing that. And then finally, of course, we can't have an event without limited time merchandise and food. And they're going to have plenty of that. And there's going to be special Halloween Tsum oh Halloween Tsum Oh my goodness. There's like Gelatoni and Shelley May and Duffy and Chip and Dale. It doesn't look like the Stella Lou yet.
1: Hmm.
0: I'm sure they'll have Stella Lou at some point, but it doesn't look like she's making it in for Halloween.
1: Maybe for Christmas.
0: <laughs> Maybe. And that's it for our news. Yay. <laughs> All right. Uh, before we get into in the parks, uh, let's talk about the crowd forecast. And this is for the week of September 4th. And beginning of September start of school the restart of school restart of school is that a way to say it i don't know whatever <laughs> <laughs> the kids are back in school
1: yeah all, um, the, all the kids well i think most at least most of the kids of because them. tokyo started last week and then from the first like our area starting so
0: <laughs> so what does that mean that means it's going to be a lot quieter in the parks that means the summer rushes o- or the, the summer rush is over it's great and hopefully the weather starts cooling off because it's been really hot. It's been cool, then it's been hot, then it's been cool, <laughs> then it's been hot, then it's been rainy. I don't know what's going on with the weather. I really don't know. Um, the TDR Navi uh, crowd calendar is still not working. Not sure why. Um, so we're using a different crowd calendar for this. And it's going to be mid-range. Um, like, not very not very busy. Uh, Thursday and Friday are showing to be a lighter Crowds, um, But for September 1st, um, that's the release date for the Halloween goods. So it's probably going to be a little busier than normal, just because on release days, a lot of people do go to the parks because they want to get that merchandise. So this is going to be no different. It may not impact much on in terms of like attractions and stuff, but you're definitely going to see a lot more people in the shops, especially earlier in the day. So make sure you take note of that. So in the parks, in the parks, um, as you may, uh, can tell, uh, I'm not a hundred percent over my flu yet. So I haven't been to the park in almost two weeks. It's terrible. I know. And I need to like, I need, I need to rectify that very soon. But, uh, Trish, it looks like you've been very busy.
1: Man, at the parks. It's good you didn't go to the parks. You would be like even way sicker. <laughs> I mean, re- relax, take care of yourself first, you know, and then you can get back to playing just in time for Halloween. But um yeah, I was I was in the parks. I was like in the parks a lot like lately. Um we we did family trips, like even my husband came. So we had some tickets we had to use. Um I went to TDS with a friend. We like did photo ops and we just hung out and we found Jack Sparrow and took pictures with Jack Sparrow and like all kinds of stuff like that. Um, I took Kero to do like the morning show so he could watch the water show without winning the lottery and that was really fun. Um, what else? Oh my gosh. Okay. So I tweeted about this so I, um, maybe some of you were wondering but like um, it was the tail end of Obon-, Obon. Obon actually wasn't that bad but like for some reason like right after Obon was like the day from hell. I don't know what happened but um like the beginning of like okay so like it was really crazy it was so crazy chris you you don't even know <laughs> so we get there in the morning how crazy it was so crazy so i think it was there was like a staffing issue cuz we get there in the morning um like the, before the park opened the wait times were already like like getting up there like like 100 minutes for Toy Story Mania um whatever for Sea Rider I don't even remember so um instead of going straight to Toy Story Mania like what our plan was I said look go straight to Sea Rider I'll go to Toy Story Mania but like by the time they got to Sea Rider it was already like at 120 minutes or something so they're like screw this and they did something else um I went to Toy Story Mania I barely got a fast pass even though we were waiting in line since like six thirty in the morning and um I guess, I don't know what the issue with line cuts that day was, but like, the line was still super big and then the cast members start saying they're about to run out of fast pass where like at the last hour of the day and Japanese people started shoving. And there's like little kids in line and I'm like, whoa, what's going on you guys? It's like a fast pass, get over it, okay? If you don't get it, you don't get it. It's not the end of the world. It's freaking Toy Story mania. But yeah, people were shoving, it got pretty rough. It was like like, almost like the countdown party level of shoving, it was really weird. And um, after that, it was actually pretty smooth. Um, my son um, had these, few, just, like few they used to give out this thing called future rider cards, which I think they still give out in the States. But what happens is if your kid is too short to ride, they give you like a little pass to come back later um, in the future when you're tall enough to ride and you can ride with like a, a, your your friends or your family up to six people. And he had four of those. He had one for raging spirits, one for... Tower of Terror one for Indiana Jones and he had one for what was the other one um, I don't even know some one of the other attractions um, journey and I think actually you know he, I think he has a Storm Rider one that he hasn't used I wonder if he could use it for Sea Rider but I didn't even I don't know I don't know where that is it's somewhere in the house um, <laughs> so like if it weren't for that like I don't know what people came like that had like a day pass what they did that day because we knew what to do and so we were able to do everything because of the we had the future writers cards too but if we didn't have those like even knowing what to do it, it would have been like, like really real like we wouldn't have done half of what we did. And um, so we we got by, the kids did literally everything in the park except for the gondola. so we did pretty good. We did the pirate show for lunch um, and we got to see the live music and everything and everything was actually going, you know, for a crowded day, whatever. But like, actually, really good. Like once the morning like craziness was over, and then we got to the end of the day, and the end of the day, like things just broke down. I don't know what happened. Like we were walking to use this so Sea Rider. Like I got the last, like one of the last fast passes for Sea Rider for the end of the day, and um, so we're walking to Sea Rider. It's like going to be your last attraction, and. We, I narrowly avoid stepping in this, like, like this slick of vomit and like a stroller starts driving through it and the kid in the stroller is going, no, no. And my friend like that's coming up behind us, she totally does not catch the vomit while we're telling, like we're, we're trying to flag down. A custodial cast and we're like there's vom-. my son's like telling him in Japanese there's vomit he's like what and my son's like there's vomit all over the people are stepping on it he's like what and my- we're all pointing <laughs> and finally he's like oh my god and he like heads over but it's so weird because like Chris you've been to the parks like somebody spills popcorn and there's like 10 cast members around it waving people around but like this is like in the middle of like the one of those crowded attractions and there's like vomit all over the floor people are like oh no it was like it was just so weird so okay so that happens and we finally get in line and so we were getting close to the front of the attraction like about 10 people come out and we're like oh that's kind of weird and um then i guess i don't i guess you know they i don't know what happened like if somebody didn't show up who's in charge of like organizing like the cast members or whatever like I guess like the lead cast member I don't know what happened but I guess they were like not counting the people well or something like that so they let those people back in first and then they started letting other people in and so they they let in the so we we're a party of six and half of us was kids so they let in the kids they didn't ask them how many in your party or anything they just let the kids in and then they stopped at us and i'm like wait and they're like no no this is the stop and i'm like no wait you have to either give us back the kids or let us go with them what are the two because we're together and they're like oh okay and they they let us go well it's fine um you know people are tired so then we get in the thing we do the little pre-show and you know whatever it's fine And we go in, they tell us, oh, you can't sit together because there's too many people in the room. And we're like, fine. And we're about to sit down. Like our butts have not even touched the chair. And she's like, you need to put on your seatbelt because we're in a hurry. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? This is so crazy. But she said it in such a nasty way. Like, like it is the only time like I have never, I don't think I've ever experienced a rude cast member at Disney at all. Like at Tokyo Disneyland or Disney Sea, like in all the years we've been coming, and it was just like so out of nowhere. Like we were like about to sit down and about to put on our seatbelt. Like as soon as we sat down, it's just like like snapping at us. And I'm like, what's going? My friend looks. My friend does not come to Disney all the time, and she looks at me like, what? What was that? And I'm like, I don't even know. And so we're like, okay. And it was just so weird. And I'm like, why? Why? I wonder what happened. You know, because, like, Chris, you've been, like, in a situation like that. Have you ever been, like, have you ever had a day at work where you're just, like, done? You know what I mean? Yeah. Where you're just, like, yep. this is it. Yep. I am quitting. I am quitting. The minute my shift is over, I am out of here, and I am never coming back. You've ever had that feeling?
0: Uh, Yeah. Um, Really, really quickly, I... I was like that because I I used to work at McDonald's like way back when I was a teenager. (laughs) And one day I just had it. I quit that day. I just said, I'm done. And I left. So, yeah, I can totally relate. Yes.
1: I feel like that was the girl's mood at that moment. And at the time I didn't get it. And then it was it was just like really weird. So we get out and um, we split up. The kids went to go do Aquatopia one last time. And um Me and my friend um, went to, we we had lost something earlier in the day. So we went to Lost and Found. And um, so we, you know, we go up to the train. And I look out over Sea Rider and I see the queue. And that's when I understand what the girl was so upset about. And why she made a big deal of like, like hauling ass that we need to like go, go, go. You know, because the line, whoever was in charge did not do line cut. And there was no way they were getting out anytime close to closing. Like, no way. Like, it ha- they had to have gotten out close to 11 that night. Yeah. I saw that cue, and I'm like, oh my God, that's what it was. So, I don't know what happened. Like, if somebody just wasn't there, who was supposed to be there, who's usually in charge or what. But it was like a total breakdown. Um, and we went to the lost and found. They, fa- they found our little thing, which was so crazy. It was like a tiny little doll that she had lost and they found it, which was amazing. You know, so we ended the day on an up note. We went home after spending literally all day at the parks, which we never do that, you know. And um, we survived. We survived the tail end of a bone but it was so hard chris it was so hard like everybody was just done at the end of the day you know what i mean the kids are still going because the kids are crazy and we're going to talk about that a little later you know but um after 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 that we did um i did another day um a birthday day at the park and that was like all day too and i did another day which was like yester- yesterday yesterday which was, um, six hours at TDL with an adorable little toddler. And this kid was amazing. Okay. This kid, this kid is like one of the best kids that I've ever gone to Disney with. He didn't ask for anything. He didn't complain. And it was so hot. He was just like, let's go, let's do this. Let's do that. And he was just go with the flow. And if like something was too long, he's like, it's fine. And we went to the next thing and it was amazing. And we did so much in six hours. It was ridiculous. And, um, we're gonna we're gonna actually kind of go into more about that because we're actually talking about summer kids. Yeah, yeah, summer, summer in the parks kids. with kids. Summer you kids. know, <laughs> summer kids. That's what it is. It's about all about the summer kids: the babies, the toddlers, the ten-year-olds, the teenagers. I don't know. We don't have teenagers yet. Thank and
0: God. And me, and me. I'm a big kid when I go to. The
1: Where, park. Aren't we all big kids at Disney though? <laughs>
0: That's so true, <laughs> and so this topic is kind of, um, I guess, one of our most requested ones because a lot of our listeners are parents, and you know, of course, um, like traveling to a, a you know a, a foreign country um, might be, you know, um, something that is of like concern for parents. Um, You know, coming to Japan, you know, not knowing how things work and things like that. And um, well, I don't have children, so I can't really speak too much because I'm not an expert by any means. Do not leave your children with me because I don't know how to take care of children. I can barely take care of myself.
1: Just put it that way, (laughs) Chris. You know, I think they do. They do.
0: do. Uh, Maybe I don't know. We'll see. Maybe one day we'll we'll see. (laughs) But but you you are like. The expert, like,
1: Uh, you were, I don't know. Is anyone an expert? Is anyone an expert? I don't know. I don't know. That's
0: true, I guess so. (laughs) But but you do much better than I do, so I'm going to let you, like, I guess, just give everybody your expert advice, because I know you do a good job, so... Let's talk about taking taking your kids to Tokyo Disney Resort. It's not at or sorry, it's not as bad as it may sound. It really isn't.
1: I mean, I think just like Disney in general, whether you're like in the States or in Japan, it's it's like a little overwhelming, you know, because you spend a lot for this vacation, maybe you're traveling overseas and you want everything to be perfect. You know, and this goes for families with or without kids, right? So when you have kids, you have that added pressure of mommy, mommy, I'm thirsty. Mommy, I want to use the bathroom. Mommy, <laughs> let's go on this attraction. No, I want to go on this. You know what I mean? So like you have that added stress, right? Mm-hmm. That's only my kid. I'm sure other kids are normal. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like in the summertime, there's like a whole other set of challenges that like, like I said, even adults come across, Right. So um, Mm -hmm. one of the biggest challenges, of course, is the heat, right?
0: Oh, my goodness. The summer heat is brutal.
1: Yeah. Today was particularly nasty.
0: Yeah, it was. I don't know why.
1: It was really, really oppressive today. I was like, (sighs) oh, I don't want to be in the parks today. Um, But there's ways to get around it, right? Um, And we're going to talk about at both parks, like the best ways to escape the heat and um, I actually had to do this with the toddler the other day because we went like right in the smack dab middle of the afternoon um, until about six o'clock. Um, so we really had to use these techniques um, and it was it was a particularly hot day. They had the heat warning announcements going and I was really, really concerned um, that he would be all right. So um, one of the things that we did was we tried to stay as much as possible In the air conditioning, like whenever we could, like in between, like the little bit of a longer waits, like we tried to do nothing above a 25 minute wait. So um, we went to Pirates; it was like hovering around 30. And we're like, "Look, we'll come back. We'll do this later. Let's go to, um, let's go to Stitch, like uh, the Tiki Room." So we went there. It's a five minute wait at any time in the day to get in. Um, There's also a secret bathroom, so it's the bathroom with the shortest line in the parks. So if you have kids.
0: Yeah, the secret bathroom. What?
1: Secret what? bathroom. That's right. the so The bathroom with the shortest line in Disneyland is at the Stitch Tiki Room. So it's right. It, you have to go inside to the outer queue, and it's on your right hand side, like right before you enter the actual attraction. It's kind of like off to the side. There's like a little partition, and um, the bathrooms are there. And there's never I, a line.
0: I did not know that there was toilets there.
1: Mm-hmm. So also oh my useful goodness. for adults. <laughs> Um, I'm going to
0: use that next time. I'm
1: You really should because that's it's a good tip. There's days when those like the lines at every bathroom in the park is like 20 minutes long, you know. Mm. So, yeah, if you have kids and you know like kids won't tell you when they need to go to the bathroom, especially when they're little. And then at the last minute they're like, "Now." And I'm like, "Oh no." Oh. Uh, but yeah, that's the bathroom to go to at Disneyland. Um and at Disney Sea um, before we move on, um, I know we're talking about air conditioning, but the bathroom with the smallest line at Disney Sea is usually the bathroom on the top floor of the SS Columbia, oh, right across yeah, from yeah, the yeah. dining room, the dining like the restaurant.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, that's a good that's a good one. Yeah, because not a lot of people go up there because there's not much else to see except going to the dining room.
1: Exactly. Ah,
0: uh, I never thought of that.
1: It's a know. good one when you have kids you really have to think about these things because they will just like all of a sudden like now um and of course other places you can go are the um the baby care centers and we'll get into that a little bit later um but um other air conditioned attractions we have country bears super long super air conditioned Philhar magic again it's fast loading you know um you don't have to wait long in line the queue is inside a building and then the attraction is fairly long as well. Pirates, it's so nice and relaxing. You're on the water and it's air-conditioned. Yay! And, um, the, okay, so the inner queue is a little warm. So I try to go e- a little bit later in the day because they, they, all they do is they have those windows open in the inner queue so it's a little stuffy. But it's not too bad once you're on the attraction. Um, Haunted Mansion, awesome. Wasn't open the other day, unfortunately. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, because I think they're swapping it over to the Holiday Nightmare.
1: Exactly, yeah. They're about to. So it's like, we just missed it. So it's like, no. <laughs> um, and if you want, like, a, an area that you're almost certain to find seating in, um, Grandma Sarah's um, restaurant. Um, like, let's say maybe the, you're not even hungry or the kid's not even hungry. Go get a drink or a little snack. Like, the, what is it? The country country cake or whatever. And sit down and just, like, sit it out for a little bit, you know, until the temperature returns, okay? Um, and then go out and hit the parks again. But it, it's just really important to just get out of the heat sometimes. Um, and at Disney Sea, it's um, in a way much, much easier because you have Mermaid Lagoon. Like, Mermaid Lagoon, if you have kids, that's, like, your go-to place. And even if you're an adult, like, when we were there, like, on the day from hell, It really in some ways reminded me of the countdown party because mermaid lagoon became like it was so weird it became like there was like people sleeping all over the floor of the entire mermaid lagoon it was just so so bizarre um and we brought the kid to sleep there as well one of the kids because um she was really tired she was so excited the night before that she was up like all night you know,
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> so now, so now she's she's crashing hard. Is she, what's happening? She
1: did. She crashed really hard, and she just could not go anymore. So we brought her the Mermaid Lagoon, and um, she relaxed there while the other kids ran around like maniacs. Um, so we did that. And um, Sinbad, of course, is fantastic. It's a people eater. You never have to wait longer than ten minutes. If you if it's fifteen minutes, that's like the peak time at the park and it usually does not get that high um any um you know water shows are really good both at Disney Sea and Disneyland but if you have like little kids um they can be a little intense so you might want to watch out um I brought my son when he was like two years old to one of those shows and I didn't know and um he was in the front row center Uh, Because a friend had like hooked us up. She's like, come join me. And we were like, okay. And um, he got a few buckets of water in the face and he was so traumatized. (laughs) (laughs) It was really funny, but it was so sad. Uh, So yeah, there's that. So watch out with the water shows. The fountain at Disney Sea is life for kids. Okay. It is so amazing. The kids will just run around like you can leave them in there for like an hour. They won't even want to do anything else. You know, if you're doing baby switch or something for some attraction like Tower of Terror, just bring your kid to the fountain while you're waiting, and just let them run around with like maniacs. Give them like an empty water bottle so they can pour on themselves and other kids. It's great. Um, anything with mist or like a splash area is also really good. So like both at Disneyland and Disney Sea, um, there's like different splash areas around the parks. At Disney Sea, at Fortress Explorations, they have the Pirate Playground, and at Disneyland in Toontown. They also have a great little splashy area that kids can play in. Um, if you're staying in a hotel, like this is this is for either park. Um, if you're staying at like a hotel, especially on property, when we were kids going to Disney World, what my parents would always do is take us back to the hotel in the middle of the day to play in the pool and then take a nap. And it works wonders. It's like amazing. Like The kids will refresh and everything will be like so much better. So, um, that's like a tip from when we were kids and, um, speaking of pool pull break and nap time, um, let's say you're not staying in a hotel on property. So where can you nap or where can your kids nap? Um, the quietest place in the parks, like that's outside is, um, at Disneyland. There's, um, the secret picnic tables, like, which is also, okay. So if you're an adult and you're, you don't have kids, is it still a good place for you to go? So do you know where the secret picnic tables are, Chris?
0: Secret picnic tables. The only ones I know of are the ones just outside the park.
1: No, this is inside oh. the park. Um, what
0: are you talking about?
1: Okay, so you know, like, you know, like that little pathway in between, like, where the Mark Twain is that leads up to, um, like, Camp Woodchuck? yeah. You know, like on the way. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about now, right?
0: Now I do. <laughs> so on
1: your left hand side, there's going to be like like little stairs that go up, and there's like a little like some picnic tables there, and sometimes you can see the Disneyland cats there.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Like if you have a kid that needs a nap, it's shady and like you get a nice breeze going there, and it's a really really good place for them to nap. Especially like you don't have to worry about like a show starting and the speakers start like blaring music. Or like the parade going because there's no like real speakers in that area to like, like shock your child awake. <laughs> <even> <laughs> <That's now. true. laughs> so it's a really nice, peaceful place um, for them to have like a little nap if they just pass out. And that is, uh,
0: that is a good tip. I like that.
1: Yeah. Like even for adults, if you need a place to eat and you can't find any tables, secret picnic table area. Oh <laughs> um, and Disney see my go-to nap area was mermaid Lagoon because they have like this little um they actually have like this so most people will see like the Ariel's grotto play area and most people will not go like kind of like further off to the side closer to like the little spinning teacup attraction, but actually right next to there it's like an area for really tiny little babies and it's all padded, and there's, like, little cushions and stuff, and um, your baby can just, like, pass out there, like, on, like, the little cushion while you, like, while you rest, too, right? Like, you you just chill out while the baby sleeps, and um, also next to there is, like, a little water play area um, that I think a lot of people don't even know about. I I try to avoid it because I don't want my kids' clothes to get wet in the air conditioning, but um, kids love it they love that so that's also a really good little place to play um and then um either any hotel like either disneyland hotel or the Miracosta, the lobby is another great little air-conditioned nap area that you can just rest in and like let your kids sleep for 30 minutes and then go back out into the park again
0: oh that's a good tip too i I usually see adults napping in there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I was just about to say, and if you're an adult that needs a nap, it's also super comfy.
0: (laughs) It really is. I would say try to avoid check-in time because it's going to be busy.
1: No, but like most kids won't do a nap at check. Oh, yeah, you know what? You're right. It's true.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Check-in time is around 3 o'clock. So either way, I would say like maybe wait a little bit, to like maybe 4 o'clock. Or get there earlier, like one or two,
1: True. I would say. Yeah, that's a good point.
0: But uh, but other than that, totally cool. I've been known to go there and just, you know, have a quick little 15-minute power nap so I can get back to it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and um, our next tip is also, again, really important for kids and adults, and it's really useful for both kids and adults. Um Stay hydrated, Um, drink frozen tea or water, bring a thermos with ice. Um, Like Usually uh, kids in Japan that are visiting the parks will bring their own thermos to the park and they'll have it filled with uh, an icy drink so they can just keep drinking throughout the day. Um, There's water fountains in the park. The water in Tokyo and at the resort is perfectly safe to drink and it actually tastes really good. Um, So tap water and fountain water is totally fine and totally safe. Um, and the water quality is actually really, really good. There's also water in the restaurants that's for free and there's little cups and you can refill your little thermoses for the little kids. Um, So that's also available. And if you just finished your nap time in the hotel, you can stop by the hotel uh, convenience store Sorry. And uh,
0: <laughs> speaking Japanese now,
1: <laughs> what's going on? Um, and they do have those frozen um, drinks, like frozen teas and frozen sports drinks and frozen, I think frozen water, too. Um, we usually get the frozen tea. Uh, so that is so, so good for all ages. And oh, I and
0: love so that. I, I love like holding it like for, for the first little while, because, oh. you know, for the first like, you know, half an hour, you can't really drink it. because no. It's frozen solid, but it's just like holding it. And like putting on your your head or like your neck or just holding it, like hugging it tight. Oh, it feels so good.
1: It really, really does. Like just like like you said, against your neck. And I'm like, I was imagining like, I wish I had one against my neck earlier in the day.
0: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. And also just a little tip for the adults. Um, Sometimes in, well, they don't have it in the, the, the Disney convenience stores, but other convenience stores around Japan and um they might have it at the one near my hama station i'm not too sure but sometimes they have like the frozen slushy alcoholic drinks so so if you need a little i don't know pick me up um you can check out one of the convenience stores that's not in the like not in the disney hotels and you may be able to find a strong zero frozen drink and they are spectacular
1: (laughs) that's a good tip chris (laughs)
0: <laughs> that that one is for the adults. That one's for the adults.
1: And if you're if you're an adult at the park with kids, sometimes you need that.
0: <laughs> just a little bit, just a little bit. Just yeah. a
1: tiny bit. <laughs> um hungry time.
0: <laughs> Speaking of which.
1: <laughs> That's actually in my notes. Um the last <laughs> thing you need at the parks is a cranky, hungry child. So bring all the snacks. Uh, because lines can get out of control, both the attraction lines and the lines for food. (laughs) And we've been in line for popcorn, giving the kids snacks to give you an idea, because the line for popcorn is just so long. Um, So uh, the kids, again, like bathroom breaks, will spring their hunger on you. They'll all of a sudden be hungry. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And if you need a nice quiet uh clean area for uh, feeding your baby or your your tiny ones the baby care center um has uh it sells baby food if you need some it has a nice quiet and clean breastfeeding area um and the breastfeeding room at that disneyland hotel is actually super nice too um and for bigger kids they have these i think they just renewed the souvenir plates for the kids' lunches. And um, they also have those souvenir lunch bags as well. So you can get a kid's meal um, and you can also get your souvenir lunch bag. And the kid's meal, they try to vary it a lot. So the kids will eat at least something on it. So it'll usually have like some kind of like little, um, like the Japanese call it a Hamburg steak. So it's close to like a Salisbury steak, uh, maybe with like a little less sauce. And um, some kind of like kid friendly veggie, like broccoli or carrots or something like that, or <laughs> is potato Is broccoli salad? really
0: kid friendly?
1: <laughs> my kid hates broccoli, which breaks my heart because broccoli <laughs> is so good. Um, broccoli.
0: Oh, I love broccoli. Like, but like as a kid, hated it. Did not want to touch it. I'm like, no, I'm not <laughs> eating anything green. But
1: why do kids hate yeah. green so much? <laughs> I don't
0: know. It's so weird. I wish. I wish I could go back and ask myself, like, hey. What's up with this? It's just broccoli. Just eat it. It's not that bad.
1: It's so amazing. It's like one of the most amazing vegetables. (laughs) I don't have like a little few, at least a few veggies for the, like some kind of potato salad. It's usually potato salad, carrots, broccoli, something like that. Um, They'll also have like some kind of pasta option. And um, oh, like um, sometimes like those big fried shrimp because kids love that. So it depends on the (laughs) restaurant, but it's usually some kind of variety of that. Or, Country Bear has has curry, of course, because kids love the Japanese curry because it's sweet and it's not spicy. So, like especially the kids' version. So you want to ask for like the not spicy version. Don't get the spicy (laughs) one for your kids, okay? Unless they like it, and then it's okay. And um,
0: these uh, these souvenir plates you're talking about, like these are at like uh, different restaurants, right?
1: Exactly. It's like the big Mickey head shaped ones
0: okay, 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 yeah, I've seen those,
1: yes, they're so cute, um, so you can make them little Disney foods at home too, yay, <laughs>
0: and that and yeah that like that's perfect having like these kid friendly menus because we we all know kids kids can be very picky and also adults too, but it's I can imagine it's more stressful with the child that is picky, so yeah. having you know these food options that are, you know, more kid friendly, just kind of, you know, makes things a much easier and relieves a lot of stress off the parent.
1: Oh, for sure. I can guess. (laughs) And it's funny because I just actually had a friend message me the other day. Um, Her little, her little boy, they live in the States and her little boy um, is six years old and he's gonna start first grade and he was watching i guess like he was watching like a youtube channel on japan like the you know the hajimete otsukai the first erin video yeah and it hit him he's like wait why do like little kids in japan eat like at restaurants so she wrote to me and she's like hey my son's really curious like what what kind of foods do japanese kids eat? And it's actually, I think, really friendly um, to the Western palate, you know, like, um, like I said, like the things that we described before, or um, if you go to like the Japanese style restaurant, like Hokusai or Sakura, it'll be like little rice balls or some kind of like, you know, like, um, like I said, those fried shrimp, which kids like love, you know, so it's actually pretty like kid, like kid friendly foods are like kid friendly foods, it seems like. Like, it's kind of, like, around the world, it's, like, pretty acceptable to them, you know? So I think it's, yeah. like, it's actually, like, uh, like it's, like, maybe people are expecting, like, something really, like, scary, you know? Like, uh, maybe, like, uh, if you're not used to it, like, raw fish or, I don't know, natto or something like that, which is, like, fermented <laughs> soybeans. But, no, it's, it's actually, like, really kid-friendly. Um, they also have, like, Mickey-shaped ch- chicken nuggets and... Um, fried potatoes, so all kinds of stuff like that. So you don't have to worry if you have a picky eater, there's plenty of options for kids that are not like, you know, super foreign to them. So don't worry about that, okay?
0: That is that is that is probably one of the most like super useful things cuz I know food is a big deal for, you know, for everybody. And especially going to a foreign country, you're kind of unsure what to expect. So I'm pretty sure we just made everyone's life a lot easier yeah. by telling them this.
1: And my kid's a picky eater. I don't know how this happened because I'll literally eat anything. But <laughs> uh, my kid, no. No, he's like the opposite. So I feel your pain. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Um, oh, energy overload. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, kids like start freaking out and they want to like, maybe they've been, you know, because what it is, what I think it is, is that you go to Disneyland and sometimes you're in line for a while and it's kind of like winding and moving and stopping and moving. And, and they get like, they get all this like pent up energy and they just want to like let it out, you know. Um, and there's places to let the kids just let out the energy while you just like zone out. Um, the play area at Toontown, there's like, it's like, okay, Chris, I know you don't have kids. Take a day. <laughs> go there you don't even have to sit there for a long time sit there for like about 15 minutes and watch the chaos in that tiny little park there's like battles for power over these little sculptures the kids climb it they'll like be one kid will be waiting to the side tapping their foot waiting for the other kid to get off and the minute that kid gets off they're like zoom and they climb to the top of it and they start jumping from one statue to the other statue and back again it's like amazing okay the kids are so freaking crazy um, so that's in Toontown at Disneyland. At Disney Sea, they have the pirate play area. There's like a bunch of like it's like the it's like I don't know, kids are so crazy. It's like a bunch of crates stacked on top of each other. Don't worry, they're like all like nailed to the floor. Like not you know, like <laughs> you know, it's stuck to the floor. They can't move. Like and again, the kids are climbing over these crates, they're jumping around, they're crawling through little tubes in between them, and like there's like little boats that they can climb in and out of, you know, and it's like just just to let them get out that energy you know and they they love it and i know you're like oh we're at disney we're flying all this way we're spending all this money for our kids to play in this stupid park but let me tell you sometimes they need that and let them play for like like 10 15 minutes they'll wear themselves out and they'll be like hey guys you want ice cream you want to go in an attraction and be like yeah and then they'll forget completely about it and they'll leave okay but let them play in the little park for like 10 or 15 minutes even though it feels like forever because you have a million things to do, don't worry about it.
0: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That sounds like a handful that really
1: does. The thing is that they have, like, they're, like, these little people and that they don't, I don't know, I guess, like, they don't know how to control their energy or, like, you know, and, and sometimes they just, like, it just, like, gets pent up and they just have to, like, you know, move. They have to move around, right?
0: That's true.
1: (laughs) <laughs> sometimes we're adults too <laughs> you're uh, like yeah, ah, i just true. want to do something i'm sick of this line
0: <laughs> so uh speaking of of moving so like I'm, I'm just kind of like skipping ahead through your notes here <laughs> sorry uh, you you have stuff on like shows and parades yeah what's this what's this this is so
1: important mm. okay mm. and this is like overall advice know your kid and you know your kid you know your kid you know your kid better than anybody else and you know what they can handle um so make sure before you come to the parks you know like if you know they're a kid that can sit down for a long time or you know they're a kid that needs to be like they see the pre coming they, they stand up they're like oh my god you know they have to stand up they have to be you know up so know the rules as well so um During a show or parade, if you're in the seating area, your bottom must be touching the floor. And I know little kids are short. I know they're tiny, but this also includes little kids. Um, So if you know your little kid cannot sit down for the entire show or parade, it might be better to watch from the standing area just behind the seating area. Um, because the cast member will come up to you and they'll be like, oh, I have to sit down. And if they stand up again, they'll, they'll come back and they're like, oh, please sit down. You know, so um, it, it causes a lot of trouble. And, um, it, and it, it's, it's, it's frustrating for the parent, too, because, like, you know, little kids, it's hard. It's hard to explain to them, oh, look, you know, I know you're excited. I know you're excited about Mickey or Cinderella, but you have to, you know, the kids, like, they don't understand. They're like, they just want to see Cinderella or Mickey, you know. So make sure you know the rules and um, that your child is able to follow them if they're in one of those areas. Um, If the kid can sit down for a long time, then the curb or the sitting area is fine. Um, When you do watch a show, make sure you take off um, all the cute little hats, even the Mickey ears, um, because just for the people sitting behind you. Um, And plastic sheets are so good. You know, kids, because you know kids they'll put their hands all over the floor and the shoes are walking all over the floor, maybe through vomit like we talked about before and you don't, and then they put their hand in their mouth and that's how they get sick. So plastic sheets, so, so, so good. Buy one of the plastic sheets or bring your own from the like the, like the 100 yen store like Chris and I have talked about before, especially if you have little kids because they will touch the concrete and then put their hands in their mouth. It will happen and other than that oh lottery okay so lottery um again god said you don't have to wait for a long time if you win um if you lose you lose just like redirect them to another area of the park and that works fine and there are kids areas uh for the lottery um that you can ask about so the kids can have a better uh viewing position of the show both at Disneyland and Disney Sea. so it changes every show she'll so ask the cast member about that and you should be fine did I get everything? I feel like I'm missing stuff.
0: Um. Well, like, what if you lose your kid? <laughs> what do you do?
1: Okay, no, that's my, that's my next note. Okay, yeah, what do you do? So the parade gets out, and your kid has been sitting down for, like, oh, for, like, whatever, however long the parade is, like, 20 minutes. And then they're like, zip, they're out of there. And you're like, no, come back. And they don't come back. <laughs> no, come back.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, so... <laughs> <laughs> um there's two things you can do. One is if your kid is a normal kid, they will probably look lost and confused and the cast member will find them. If your kid is like my kid who grew up like literally he went to Di- I'm going to get so much hate mail for this. He was a few days old and I really wanted sushi, so I went to Disney World. <laughs> To like, uh, I think it was the Swan to like the sushi restaurant. So he's been going to like Disney since he was a few days old. I know I'm a bad mother. Okay, I know. Oh, you're not a bad mother. I had him in a sling. It's fine. Okay. (laughs) Um, but if your kid has been going to Disney forever, and I know a lot of us are like me too. I was I was brainwashed as a Disney kid. I've been coming since I was born. Um, you know. The kids are comfortable and they're not going to look confused. They're just going to go and play. They'll be like, "Whoa, whatever, you know, and that's happened to my child before. Um, once um, his grandfather brought him to the parks and they were on Tom Sawyer Island and <laughs> he disappeared <laughs> and he was just wandering around for like hours without a care. And finally it hit him. He's like, "Wow, well, maybe I should maybe I should go to a cast member or something and tell them. And then finally he went to the lost and found center. But like, he took him him forever. And that's when we bought him a cell phone. He was like, how old was he? He was, I think he was six years old. But yeah, he did not care. And he was just walking around. So if that, you know, um, if your kid is lost, what you can do is go to a cast member, give them a description of your kid, what he's wearing or she is wearing and um, they will be, be like an alert. Everybody will be looking for your kid. And um, another thing you can do is put a lost child sticker on your kid. Um, it used to be Mickey or Minnie, but now I think it's just the Tokyo Disney Resort logo. And all your information is covered. So you write your phone number and your name and the kid's name and the age or whatever. And then you they cover it with another sticker so that nobody else can see your information. So it's totally safe. And um, really, if you don't have kids, you don't know about the sticker. So only the cast members know for real. And, um, they'll, when the kid comes to the cast member, um, asking for help or if they find the kid with matching the description, they'll check the sticker, they'll call your cell phone or, um, they'll, uh, like if, if somebody's looking out for the kid, they'll let the cast member know that they found your kid and, um, they'll relay that information to you. And, um, it, it actually works pretty smoothly. We've, we've, um, my son was an escaper, so we've done it before. And, um. So,
0: so where do you, where do you get the sticker from?
1: Okay. Yeah you get that at the baby care center which is amazing. Oh,
0: okay. And okay. there's um yeah, that that makes sense.
1: There's 3. Um so there's one only one at Disney And that's by the Hotel Miracosta park entrance. Um and that is you know where okay. So the entrance that you use that's directly connected to the park next to the gift store and next to the Mama Biscotti's bakery. It's yeah. also directly next to the Baby Care Center, which is also connected to the Lost Child sec- Center. So that's all connected. And you can get the stickers there, or you can probably ask any cast member, but that's probably the easiest way to get that sticker. And then at okay. Disneyland, there's two, which I really feel Disney Sea should have two, but there's not two yet. So at Disneyland, there's one in um, the front of the park next to Monsters, Inc., just outside of World Bazaar. So if you enter the park and if you turn to your right heading towards Tomorrowland as soon as you exit World Bazaar on that side you'll hit the Baby Care Center and it's just had a new redesign it looks gorgeous it's all like art deco and really pretty and um, that's again the lost uh, child area and the Baby Care Center so you can get the sticker there or there's one more Baby Care Center in Disneyland and that's in Toontown and that's to the right of Roger Rabbit, and it's like themed to Toontown. It's actually really cool. That's open an hour after the park is open, and, an, and it closes an hour before the park closes. So you can also go there as well.
0: Oh, that's good to know. I did not know about the one in Toontown.
1: It's really secret. It actually took me a few years of going to the parks before I realized it was there. <laughs> but it's really well-themed. And again, I, even if you don't have kids, I I just... I recommend you to just like walk in like, like, like confused or whatever, but then you're confused because it looks so cool and it's like super, super well themed. Ah,
0: I think I may do that just so I can, just so I know what it looks like so I can, you know, tell people where it is.
1: Oh, for sure. And, um, again at these places i I mentioned food before but you can find diapers you can find little creams or wipes or or all kinds of things that you need for your baby they'll sell it there and there's changing stations like both standing and that they, they can lay down on and um there's like a little table area so kids can have like some food heated for them and it's like a really nice calm area to get out of the crowds So, definitely a little oasis for people with very, very small children. And the bathrooms. That was the other thing I forgot to mention. Those places also have bathrooms for the kids. And they're like little tiny, like kid toilets. So, it's really, really easy for them to use. So, also a good place uh, if you don't want to wait in line for the bathroom for your kids.
0: Oh, that's a good tip.
1: Yes. There's so many bathroom (laughs) tips. Okay. Um, Baby switch. (laughs) Baby switch or alternate ride system or whatever they call it, you know, child swap. Um, I think they call it baby switch here. Um, it's if you have a kid that cannot ride the ride, but you want to ride the ride. And so the cast member lets you swap out with another person in your party and you can take turns and you come back and they'll give you like a little card that says how many people are c- uh, coming in on the next, um, next half of the ride. You go back in, um, you don't even have to wait in line. It's not even like a fast pass line that you go through. They, you actually go in through the exit of the ride and the cast member will guide you and you get on right away and you're out right away and you're done. So it's, um, it's really, really cool. It's super useful. Like we actually used to have a mother's group when my son was a toddler, like when he was in the little baby stroller. And we had a group of about 10 moms and we would just switch out. Like half the group would watch the kids and the other half would ride and then we'd switch out. So we made good use of that. And um, if you have a fast pass, you can tie it up with a fast pass. So um, what we would do is we would get a fast pass, um, show the cast member the fast pass, tell them we're going on and we just want to switch out and we would do that. If not, you have to, of course, wait in line. And then once you get through... Um, then you pass through and then they'll, again, switch you out once the other person exits. So you just have to wait in line for that part. But other than that, it's, it's exactly the same.
0: Oh, good to know. I like that.
1: And I know there's probably a lot more that I'm missing, but I think we'll do an, a winter edition. So if there's anything I missed, mail us. I know you'll let us know. <laughs> um, <laughs> please let no, know. But please let us know. We would actually really appreciate it. And we'll probably cover it in the winter edition of TDR with kids. I saw
0: and so there's also a really good park tip that I saw you have here.
1: Oh, my gosh. Like that's this right. One. And this ties into <laughs> everything. Sorry. I did forget something. Darn it. <laughs> um, park tips. Okay. Again, kids, lines, waiting for shows at parades. They get antsy. Okay. Um, and guess what? They don't have to be antsy because there's like hidden mickeys everywhere and not just on like the walls or the sidewalk or in the attraction or whatever, it can be right in your own hands, right? So if you've gone shopping and you have shopping bags, guess what? On both sides of the shopping bag, there's hidden mickeys, like little tiny hidden mickeys and the different size shopping bags have them hidden in different places. So just gather all the shopping bags in different sizes and use them to entertain your children. Also, the Today Guides will also have a hidden Mickey on the front. My child is an expert at them. They're really, really tiny. So um, also good for adults that are trying to kill time. And that's the tip of the week.
0: (laughs) That's a good one, though. I like that one.
1: Did you know about the ones on the shopping bags?
0: I knew those. Yeah. I I always look for them.
1: They're so cute.
0: Uh, Usually the first ones to look for are the ones on the Today Guides
1: Yeah, it's always a battle. Like, I'm always like, I'm going to find it this time. And my son's like, found it. And I'm like, how? How did you find it? He's like, you'll never find it. It's so tiny. I'm like, no.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: (sighs) Okay, wait. We had an email. And I don't know the person's name. Do you know the person's name? Oh, it's written down. Oh, my God, Chris, you're amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to read the email? I feel like I've talked too much this podcast. (laughs)
0: <laughs> um, sure uh, this I thought one you were going to say from... um no <laughs> uh, no, no. <laughs> of course I'll read it, I'll read it. Um, this comes from Maiko um, uh, it's it's rather lengthy so I'm going to kind of um, cut it down a little bit uh, and just look at some of the stuff that we didn't particularly cover in you know the, the past segment that we talked about here so this is from Maiko and she writes uh, hi, Chris and Trish. I am a regular podcast listener, and avid reader of your website emails. I just returned from a trip, from a trip to Japan with two children, and of course with a stay at Tokyo Disney Resort. And though I am not sure of what percentage of your listeners are parents, perhaps it would be an interesting topic to discuss traveling to the parks with small children, especially from abroad. Um, I've traveled to Tokyo Disney Resort as, a, as an adult guest, and more recently as a parent, and realized there are the different challenges to both trips. Um, I have loved. I have love to, sorry. I would love to listen to an episode dedicated to this topic prior to my trip, but perhaps it would be still, it would still be a benefit to everybody else. Uh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, there's a whole bunch of stuff here, but um, we we did cover some of this stuff. Um, like we talked about, uh, there's questions here about the child swap, which we've covered, and uh, things like that. Um, stroller, r- stroller rental basics. Um, yeah, you can rent strollers at the park. That's pretty cool. Um,
1: actually, she mentioned something I didn't know. And actually the website is kind of conflicting about this. So this is kind of important if you're mm -hmm. staying at one of the hotels. Um, she says you can take them back to the room with you as long as you are renting for multiple days, Mm. which actually the website says that you can't take them out of the park. So that's actually really, really good to know. Um, so yeah, that's fantastic
0: yeah i guess if, if you like just tell them like tell the cast members that you're staying at the disneyland hotel or hotel near coast i'll be like oh okay yeah i guess i guess they 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 don't want people taking the strollers out of the park mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that makes sense um yeah you can rent strollers right at the at the at the front of the park so that's super easy super easy to do and they'll they'll like put your name and everything on it so it's super simple it's fairly cheap Um, too
1: and they actually recently i want to say recently but like a few years ago they redid them and they look really cute and they're like all mickey design now
0: oh yeah yeah they're super cute um the thing about uh express checkout uh this is something you actually have to request when you are checking in to the hotel Um, so yeah, if you're checking in, just make sure you request express checkout. Then that way, when you are checking out, you don't have to actually stand in line to, you know, settle the bill and everything like that. You can, that'll all be taken care of for you. So I can, that, that is definitely important, especially if you have, you know, children in tow, you don't want to be standing in a long line because everyone else is going to be checking out as well. So yeah, that's a, that's a good thing to know. Um, Another thing um, she says here that her son really likes to request the first or last cars to his favorite rides um, so um, yeah so how can how can someone um, request that um, probably probably just to keep it super simple you know without getting into you know language and all that kind of stuff um, maybe uh, learning how to say the number one and maybe... Um, like number ten or something like that, because every every attraction is going to have a different number of vehicles. But um, so, like, if you want to, yeah, this, <laughs> um, it'd be better to, I guess, you know, learn learn the numbers one through ten. Or, <laughs> the, it might it, it might be a fun a fun um fun um exercise for children to you know learn how to count in a different language. That could be fun. I don't know. Everybody's different. Or you um, can just
1: say like front like or point to the front and say front please or you know or back and point to the back and i think they would understand that
0: Hmm. i guess it kind of depends on the cast member as well um most of them are pretty good at it yeah at figuring out what what you want but if, if like if you want to say like number one you can say ichiban which sounds like the noodles the ichiban noodles right <laughs> so that would be like number one and most people will probably understand that, you know, oh, they want to sit in the front. And then if you want to, yeah, and then if you want to say like car 10, you would say Juban, which is number 10. So, um, yeah, if you want to learn how to count one through 10, you could do that. And then just add the word ban after the number. And that means like number whatever.
1: There's one, one other thing she mentions that I, I I forgot to mention in the thing. Um, at the very beginning she mentions the counter service restaurants will help you carry trays to your table and um, they absolutely will uh, so if you're at Queen of Hearts or Volcania or we would use it a lot at um, what was it Zambini's because they had the second floor so the cast member when we had the stroller they would take the tray and they would ask what floor you're sitting on and if we were sitting on the second floor they would go and or, or they'd um, help also push the elevator for you to get inside and and they would go up with you with the tray and take it to your table so that's a really good service that they offer and they'll they'll notice right away if you have a stroller with you and, and need some assistance or you can ask for some assistance as well uh, because there's no way to carry the tray and um the push a stroller at the same time sometimes especially when the seating is on the second floor
0: all right michael so yeah so michael thank you so much for the um for the very lengthy email. That was very, so I, I hope that we um, covered a lot of the stuff that in there. So thank you so much. Um, and as uh, Trish already said, if you have any more questions like specific to kids at the resort, make sure you send them to us uh, contact at tdrexplorer.com and we may bundle it into our winter edition for having kids at the parks. All right, so that does it for episode 98 yay we're getting
1: Um, so close to 100
0: yes we're very close so if you have any suggestions for episode 100 we still don't know what we're doing so make sure you send them to us uh, contact at tdrexplorer.com make sure you rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher and Google Play Music give us those five stars and make sure you tell everybody about us if you know someone planning a trip to the Disney parks here in Asia you know exactly where to send them. Uh, You can find all our planning guides and all the news and merchandise, food updates, all that fun stuff on our website, tdrexplorer.com. We always have something new going up on there. And if you want to follow us on social media, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at tdrexplorer. And we're also on Facebook, facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor of TDR Explore. And I am the one not at the parks with kids, because I don't have any, but maybe, maybe one day I will take someone's well, I will take a friend's kids <laughs> to the parks and try out some of these tips. Um, and joining as always is the beautiful patricia
1: hey guys you can follow me on dream sweet love on twitter and instagram (laughs) um we actually might want to do like a podcast about kids going to the parks by themselves because like lately it seems like that's like all the rage with the 10 year olds so um and like advice for that but yeah you guys keep listening let us know what you want to hear about and um keep exploring